It's time for the podcast that features two guys that register on the Richter scale when they go up and down the stairs. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <gasps> His ability to suck in these balls. <gasps> Sounds like a case of the Mondays. Grab your balls. <gasps> When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Wake up, West Georgia. It is time for your favorite morning podcast. It is February 12th, a super Monday, as we head into another week. It is uh, also National Plum Pudding Day, Bryce. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a huge fan of plums. I would try plum pudding probably at least once, but not a not a massive fan of plum pudding. I try anything once though. That's my motto. It's a, it's also uh, oatmeal day. Mm, yeah. Do uh, you go from plum pudding to oatmeal? Uh, that's I, I would, awesome. I would prefer oatmeal over plum pudding. We do a lot of oatmeal uh, on a day to day basis here in the Sparling household on school days because you can you can plop those little uh, packets in the microwave and get those things hot and ready pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm an oatmeal fan. Like grits more, but I like to do homemade oatmeal with uh, with chopped up pecans, uh, maybe maybe a little honey and some cranberries on top, something like that. I like to I like to spice it up. I like to fancy it up. Yeah, you're you're a lot more bougie than I am. I am. I've been oatmeal. I've been accused of being bougie many times. Yes, I'm I'm much more of the uh, person who likes to just go ahead and just pop the oatmeal in and just eat it i got you you're a meat and I, potatoes guy no roughage you you know i am i feel you um, i feel you after the plum pudding in the oatmeal um today is national poop day damn right poop. it is damn right it's national poop day there's not many things that feel much better in this life than a nice nice poop after after some oatmeal <laughs> after some oatmeal and plum pudding having have yourself a nice little poop <laughs> well tw- we're 12 year old boys on this podcast we if there's if it's national poop day we're going to talk about National Poop Day. Sorry about it. And, and suddenly Riley Riley is checked out. Um, no, I don't think <laughs> he cares about poop. I just I don't think he likes food. But poop, he might be all in on. It's also Georgia Day. Uh, yeah, National Georgia Day today. Congratulations. Good job. First day that uh, people, I guess, landed on Georgia. Mr. Oglethorpe landed here. Um, there is apparently a Georgia Day parade. Never never heard of uh, a georgia day parade lived in georgia 34 plus years apparently there is a georgia day parade today although i don't believe they're probably going to be able to get it in today uh yeah it's it gonna, might be a little bit tough to do <laughs> gonna rain a little bit today um but apparently there, there is a georgia parade georgia day parade that i have never heard of in my entire life i don't know where the hell it's at and it might be the best kept secret in georgia Bryson, in a campaign that I think you and I can get behind uh, today is let's let's make today a national holiday. Let's do it. Absolutely. Um, Because, dear Lord, going into work a day after the Super Bowl sucks. No bueno. It's It's no bueno. Um, Yeah, it's got to be a national holiday, man. Come on. Come on. What are we what are we doing? Make this a national holiday. Give people a day off. I put the onus on Carroll County. I I shift the view over to Carroll County. Hey, Carroll County, let's move up. Oh, excuse me. Coffee's coming back on me. Let's move up uh, winter break. Winter break is next week for Carroll County and a lot of surrounding counties. Move that up a week. Just have winter break after the Super Bowl. That way you don't have to worry about the nation getting it right as a national holiday. But Carroll County going to go ahead and do the right thing and put winter break this week. Give the teachers and students a week off after the Super Bowl. Um, yes, but I am with you. This sh- today should be a national holiday. I don't understand why it hasn't been yet. It should be something 
easy and quick. Slap it on the calendar. Bob's your uncle. Maybe, you know, a presidential candidate should, you know, campaign on this. But, yeah, you know, it, maybe. Unfortunately for for us, we've got two 80-year-olds 80, 80 that are going to be running. So Don't it, worry. It is this. I'm sure they know what's best for America. Football was played with <laughs> leather helmets when they were young. <laughs> Let's move on before we get way too far in the weeds on that. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want us getting talking politics on here. You think our sports takes Ooh. are bad, man? Just wait. <laughs> uh, uh, so last night's Super Bowl was fantastic, utterly fantastic. And for those people who think it's boring, what the hell were you watching? I don't. I, because, I don't know. I'm telling you, the amount of people that I saw on social media that were calling last night's game boring, I was shocked. Shocked. It was fantastic. It was everything you wanted from an NFL game. You had turnovers. You had great defense. You had offense that happened eventually. It wasn't. It was an offense that had to deal with the like, top five defenses in the NFL. What the hell did you expect? I don't know. You know? I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what people wanted more out of the Super Bowl. Like it that was that was that was the greatest Super Bowl I've ever watched in my entire life. It was great back and forth. I can see maybe where they're talking about sloppiness a little bit. And you know, Mahomes had like one bad pitch to Isaiah Pacheco. The the bad interception from Mahomes. Yeah, Purdy no. Purdy wasn't terribly no. accurate. But like, how much of that was a product of the good defense? Like I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, you went, you went into to overtime, almost went into double overtime, a last second touchdown throw, uh, in 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 Mahomes and the Chiefs and company had to do it differently than they've done at every other Super Bowl w- without the big explosive plays. They had to rely on their defense. These were two of the best defenses all year long, and I think people who might have complained about the Super Bowl being boring probably weren't paying attention a lot during the the regular season. And they just expected the Chiefs to be the Chiefs of the past three or four years, but that, that's not the case. They they have been, this is how the Chiefs have won games all season long: little small dink dunk plays and relying on their defense for big plays. I thought it was great. I thought it was phenomenal. The storylines behind it. Um, I mean, you have George Kittle going out and coming back in with a bum shoulder. You have Travis Kelsey looking like he probably should retire until the uh, fourth quarter in overtime. Uh, Patrick Mahomes getting feisty and yelling at his at his wide receivers. Travis Kelsey yelling at his head coach. Like it was, it was great. It was a great Super Bowl. Buckner kicking the longest kick in in, in, a, in Super Bowl history at fifty seven yards. I don't know what more you could want out of a football game. To be completely honest with you, I just I, I don't know if these people don't enjoy football as a whole or just don't understand the game of football. But if you didn't enjoy that, I wouldn't suggest you ever watch a football game ever again because that was one of the greatest football games I have ever seen, probably the greatest NFL game that I have ever seen, certainly the greatest Super Bowl that I have ever witnessed. And, and if everybody doesn't, like, people should really pay attention to Vegas. And, and outside of, and I'm not talking about where they hosted the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the bets. The lines. And if you didn't really think, yeah. Number one, the line was two and a half. It, Chiefs won by three. Yeah, the line two, the line was close. Number two, it was forty six and a half was the over under. Guess what the total number was? Four K. Forty seven. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Vegas, you know, ninety percent of the time, Vegas knows their ish. Yeah, and they. It, they it's a multi-billion-dollar dis- uh, business. They, they usually they usually win in the long run. 
Yeah. So look, it, the game was fantastic. Uh, this the halftime show as as an Usher fan, as someone who grew up in the early two thousands. Ooh. Yeah. I was I was sitting there jamming out. Yeah. Jamming. I, I it thought was, it was good. It was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was from a non-Usher fan. I, I I enjoyed it. I thought the theatrics were cool. I thought Luda coming out was neat. I, I don't know a lot of Usher songs, um, other than the obviously popular ones that they've played all over the radio a million times. But the last couple songs, I knew those. Cool coming in, seeing him come out in roller skates. I thought it was the best halftime performance since Prince, which I'll argue is the greatest Super Bowl halftime performance ever. Uh, I thought he did great. And props to Usher for actually singing, man. That doesn't happen a lot. When, when the artist actually comes out and actually sings, because of the lack of preparation and having to rush things in the middle of a Super Bowl, um, they, don't, they don't always sing live. Sometimes it's like backup vocals that they're singing. Uh, but Usher was a million percent live, so props to him. And, dude, Alicia Keys, I, I don't know when she got thick, but uh, look good on Mama. Holy smokes, man. Alicia Keys was wearing that red jumpsuit, dude. She looked good. Buddy, when's she coming? When's she coming to Atlanta? When's she touring around? I'm gonna go see Alicia Keys. I ain't know any songs Alicia Keys sings. I want to go see her in, in concert, baby. My goodness, dude, Alicia Keys looked awesome. Yeah, her looked fantastic. Um, her was the artist that came out and was shredding on the guitar. Oh, dude, she was um, really good. She was awesome on the yeah. guitar. Yeah, yeah. I I have a buddy of mine who uh, went to college with me in Lagrange, and he's he's actually been like. Grammy-winning producer on her, on this lady's album, dude. That's gotta, sweet. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta look her up on really Spotify, dude, man. Dude, he's he's humble as hell. Um, and dude, her music is is fantastic too. If you get a chance to listen to it, I, I will I will um, add her on my Spotify favorites because she was shredding that guitar last night, man. She came out and I was like, whoa, dude, who is this? I thought it was like Lenny Kravitz's yeah. daughter or something. Like she's going ham. I thought, she, like, I was like, damn, she's good at this. Yeah, she was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Little John coming out. Um, good, good lord, Little John Luda. I was like, oh yes, oh yes, yes, please. This yeah. is everything. Two thousand four, Billy. Yeah, I was about to say it, that that would have been an awesome concert in 04. It was still an awesome <laughs> concert last night, buddy boy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. But once again, not an Usher fan. But it was. I can appreciate what he did up there. Everything else that happened last night, uh, you know, with the Super Bowl, you come, you've got the game itself, you've got the halftime show, and you've got the commercials. Look, yeah, commercials outside of the trailers were were fine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, um, get mad. I, I don't mad. really remember any main, you know, any major trailers that really stood out. Uh, but dude. You and I are going to go sit down oh, in yeah. a movie theater on July 19th. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to see that bad boy in IMAX 3D, whatever the most expensive movie theater we can find to see it in. That's where oh. we're going. The, I, IMAX the, 40. Atlanta that gives you the uh, like the lazy boy chairs. Oh, I think that, there's a, dude, the one in Noonan does that now. Really? Yeah, the one in Noonan has the lazy boy chairs, has like a full menu, a bar. It's like a... It's nuts, man. Yeah, we're we are. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go see. Uh, oh yeah, the new Twister. I cannot. I loved. I remember watching the original Twister. So we we were outside of the movie theaters when the movie theater used to be where Mojo Boz is now in Douglasville. It used to be a movie theater way back when. Then we were standing outside of the theater, and I could hear and feel the rumble of the tornado inside the movie theater from the Twister showing 
that was happening before we went in there. It was I still remember that yeah. vividly as a little kid. Um, and I can't I cannot wait for the next one, dude. Super stoked about Twister. You're talking a 20 year difference. You're talking a 20 year difference in CGI, a 20 year difference in in sound quality. Oh my god, I cannot wait. When's the last Can't time you wait. watched the original Twister? Oh, I watched it like a month and a half ago. It does it amaze you how well it holds up over time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it really does. They they did such a great job with the tornadoes and the, and the CGI of the tornadoes. Like it it holds up really well over time, better than most movies that were made uh, during that day. Yeah. It was Twister came out in 1996. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. Uh I was really enjoyed that. Um looking forward to uh, Deadpool versus Wolverine. That one I'm excited about as well. Um you mentioned uh the uh Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, you're yeah, okay Kingdom with that. Of, yeah, I, I I like that franchise. I don't I'm not going to say that I follow it religiously, but I do. I will watch those when they're on TV or something like that. Um but yeah, I thought I thought that was good. Uh you know, you talked about people on on. Uh, I, I, you talk about people on social media complaining about how bad the game was. Uh, the people yeah. on social media that are complaining about Travis Kelsey and bumping into to uh, Andy Reid. Oh my god! Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's There's the a lot of people that are upset about it. It's the most annoying thing that I've seen on social media in years. Shut the hell up! That's what I want to tell. As I that's what I want to comment. On every single post that they post about this, shut the hell up. Unless you've ever been in a Super Bowl situation, where do you know the adrenaline? Do you know what's running through their veins? Do you know what's on, on the line? Do you know what's at stake? Shut the hell up. These are both grown men trying to accomplish something. And 90% of the people that I see on social media posting about this have never played a lick of football in their entire damn lives. Shut up. You don't know a, the first damn thing about what is going on in a locker room. You have no idea what goes through people's heads in the middle of a football game. These are two people, two grown men, two paid people that are at the peak of their sport trying to compete for the number one spot in the most competitive league in the entire world. Shut the hell up. I Dude, it, it pisses me off to no end. And if I ever saw one of these people in person and they wanted to bring this up, I would tell them exactly what I'm saying in this mic right now. Shut the hell up. Unless you've ever been in that situation in the Super Bowl, shut up. I don't want to hear your opinion out because your opinion does not matter. These two guys are competing at the highest level of a sport that is one of the toughest on your body and they are in it. They are battling. And at that point they were not playing well. And I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. People look for stuff to get upset about, and it amazes me. It just blows my mind. I cannot believe the unprofessionalism that we saw out of Travis Kelsey. Listen, shut up, white suburban mom. Go back to fighting over Stanley Cup and and robbing Starbucks for a uh, for a Stanley Cup. Shut up. All right. Go back to go back to having fun at soccer. Okay. Le le leave this to grown men. Okay. White suburban mom. Yeah, uh, the mothership asked him about that. They said, "Hey, what did you? Uh, what was that conversation like between you and Andy?" Nice. Yeah, it was telling him, "I just love you. I love you, man. Love you. We're playing good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. That was, was a good funny. answer by Trav. It it was a it was a good answer by Trav, and it was a it was a good job by Patrick Mahomes backing him up as well. Patrick Mahomes came in and helped him out with that question, but I, I just. Yeah, I, that, that infuriated me seeing that on social media. 
All right. Uh, another good thing that came out of this weekend, the Hawks won two games, and that was fantastic. Hawks beat the Rockets on Saturday, 122 to 113. DeJounte Murray came back on Saturday, didn't play on Friday night uh, because of a bad back. DeJounte had 34 points, seven assists, six rebounds. Sadiq Bay had 24 points, and Jalen Johnson added 21. So uh, Hawks looked good over the weekend, beating the 76ers on Friday um, and beating the Rockets on Saturday. So um, Hawks are... Hawks are playing good basketball right now, Bryce. For and sure. we, we, you and I have talked about it pretty, pretty extensively, how frustrating it is. It looks like even when they're playing good basketball, it doesn't like, equate to wins necessarily all the time. But, and, and oh, full disclosure, we recorded another podcast up until this point, but it didn't get recorded. Stupid so, road. What did you what did you say? What did you say was the record over the last nine? Uh six and six and two over the last nine, and the only two losses were to the Clippers, who are first in the West, and the Celtics, who are first in the East. The seven and two over the last nine. Yeah, excuse me, seven and two over the last nine. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, other other than a bad defensive night versus the Clippers, it's nice to see the Hawks kind of coming together. And it's nice to see that Trey can lean on someone else when he has to, when it's not his night scoring-wise. DJ, uh, uh, Sadiq Bay, Jalen Johnson all scoring. We sort of need the bench to step up a little bit more, but it is what it is at this point. Um, Hunter Hunter's injured. Capella's injured. Patty Mills is injured. A.J. Griffin didn't play. Uh, nice to see Buffkin get some playing time. He didn't look phenomenal, but I thought he looked fine. Uh, the, once Buffkin gets his feet wet, I think he's going to be a, a big asset to the this Hawks team. And if we can get... If we can get Buffkin to be an asset before the play-in games, I think that would be just massive for the uh, for the Hawks. So yeah, good run of games here, um, and two more two more very winnable games before the All Star break. Home versus Chicago tonight, and then on the road versus Charlotte. Uh, I, I don't see why we couldn't go two and zero on that streak and go into the All Star break with a little momentum. Yeah. Let's let's get some momentum going because honestly, you know this this season has obviously not been the greatest. Mm-hmm. The Hawks were in the playoffs at this point. I think we're the ten seed, um, or we're just outside of it. Um, but if we continue to play like we've been playing, I have a, I have a really good feeling that we could play into a higher seed, like a six or seven. I'd you know what it. I mean? I'd love it. Yeah, I, I love the optimism, man. I'm all on board for that. I'd love that. I don't think this. The roster right now is a little too short. We need to get healthy and get a little bit taller. I, I still don't think it's um, I still don't think it's constructed phenomenally to make a deep run of the playoffs. But I, I you know, I'd love to see us come together and make the best of uh, what I would consider a, a poor situation roster wise. Another thing that happened this weekend was the waste management open. Oh, buddy. and this this tournament continues to just do great things. God, I love this waste management open. However. <laughs> this this weekend was a little bit rough. Yeah, it was a little bit rough. I uh, uh so oh, at some buddy. point I, I saw some stuff on social media. At some point on Saturday, they were allowing people in without tickets. They were yes. They um the the ticket takers got overwhelmed, and they just stopped checking tickets. And anybody who was at the front gate got let in. The rumor is I and I have nothing to back this up other than social media posts. Um. The rumor is that there was close to 500,000 people on the property of the Waste Management Open at some point on Saturday. And the VIP at boxes actually got so overwhelmed that they stopped checking bracelets for free drinks and were essentially just giving out free drinks to anyone who walked up. 
Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So they they stopped selling alcohol on Saturday, which was they stopped selling the, everything. Billy, they stopped selling ever alcohol, non-alcoholic drinks, food, everything. They stopped selling to try to encourage people to leave. That was how many people were there and just acting a fool. Like they were getting there were people on the 16th green jumping over the stands and jumping into the sand pit and making snow angels in the sand pit at the 16th green. There were people uh belly riding down slopes that were that were wet from all the grass. There were people like body surfing. There were people laying on their bellies and people standing on top of them surfing down these muddy hills. And it was, it would do. There were people passing out everywhere. There were beer snakes being constructed all over the place. It was absolutely insane. It looked like something out of Caddyshack. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of, you know, SROs are put into next year. Um, or not SROs. Um, um, just sure. procedures. Sure. Um, yes. Yeah, standard procedure will be put in for next year because, uh, dear Lord, man, it was it was a little bit crazy on Saturday. I think this year will be the last year of it being a an absolute insane drunk fest. Um, I think they're going to crack down quite heavily uh, next year uh, on it. And uh, uh, oh crap, Nick. Um, who won it nick it's the dude that finished runner up last year he's a canadian nick anderson is that his name nick something i am completely yeah. drawing a blank uh nick taylor excuse me uh nick taylor beat uh hoffman in a playoff i don't know why i couldn't think of his name um but yeah canadian that finished uh second last year so congratulations to him it'll uh it, it'll it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see what what procedure what what steps they take to uh kind of cut down on some of the and, and the waste management open, like, I forget what the tweet was, but it was hilarious. They were, you know, calling people jackasses and stuff on their Twitter account. Um, <laughs> it was it was hilarious. The waste management opens Twitter account on Saturday was great. Like, they weren't pulling any punches. Um, but I agree. I mean, there's, there's a way to make the waste management open fun, but still be respectable to the golfers and the game of golf. Uh, and, and they just need to find that line. All right, Bryce, let's hit to the Marine South scoreboard. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard over the weekend. On Friday, Wrestling Girls Traditional Sectionals. All these girls are headed to state. Uh, for Carrollton, Bailey Moore, Maggie Dudley, Madison Cooley, Johanna Maya, Sierra Lopes, and Journey Gray. Congratulations to all of those wrestlers uh, for the Trojans that are heading to state. Uh, for Heard County, Pamela Dominguez-Vasquez is heading to state. And for Villarica, Leah Bossy is heading to state as well. Um, so all of those young ladies will be taking part in uh, traditional state in soccer. Villarica beats Cartersville, girls four to nothing, and boys five to nothing on Friday. And then New Manchester out in Mount Zion. Mount Zion falls three to two in the girls. I didn't have a boy score though uh, for Mount Zion versus New Manchester uh, on Saturday. A ton of wrestling went on, and a lot of boys are headed to state from our area. Uh, for Bowden, Ty Smith and Gareth Ed Addison are headed to state for Bowden. Uh, for Bremen, Ethan Schroer, Grayson Cooper, Elijah Carr, Tucker Carr, Luke Johnson, Logan Johnson, Ryder Haynes, James Bumgardner, Trent McPherson, Jaeger Patterson, Justin Ellington, and Alonzo Edmerson all heading to state for Bremen. For Carrollton, Sutton White, Judah White, I think I know that kid, Wesley Lofton, 
Jonathan uh, Merritt, George Carden, Connor Stevens, Ben Cleek, and some guy named Jacob Levey. Levy. Um, he's pretty good at wrestling. He, they're all heading to state. For the Central Lions, Gabe Swan, Chris Phillips, Colt Mitchell, Ty Murray, Danny Crudelis, Colson Hoffman, Holden Church, William White, Caden Shopes, Andrew Sheffield, Matt Phillips, Ty Brewer, and Caleb Disharoon, all heading to state for the Lions. Uh, for Hang, on. Hang on one second. Yep. <clears throat> so I got a I got an insider tip on Saturday uh, about Caden Shope. Okay. Caden Shope was up uh, five to three with less than 30 seconds left to go, and he dislocates his finger. His 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 right hand finger, or from what I understand. What's that got to do with wrestling? Dislocate- <laughs> well, I'm telling you. So he dislocates his finger, and uh, within the last 10 seconds, I think the, the guy gets a takedown of Shope, goes into overtime, and Shope is able to get a takedown to win and go to state. There you go, baby. Dislocated finger. Yeah, so, it's a yeah, finger. You got, you got nine I, more. Do what? It's a finger. You got nine more. Yeah. Figure well, it out. It's still, it still hurts when... The, with wrestling, you know wrestling. You have to go reach and grab for things. Yeah, figure it out. You got nine more. Who's the, there was a cat that won the uh, national championship of like two torn ACLs recently. Uh, yeah, I forget. Uh, Coach White would know who I'm talking about. Uh, for Harrelson County, Braxton Lee, Zach Sanders, and Eli Ryder all heading to state. Heard County, Michael Hendrick, Diego Padilla, Ronnie Marlowe, Mason Gillespie, Lane Moran, Travis Abernathy, and Will Miller all heading to state for Heard County. For Ma- uh, Mount Zion, Nick Samples heading to state. For Temple, Corbin Zayabuth-Jones, Brandon Turpin, Jackson Gresham, Aiden Carroll, Scotty Taylor, and Robert McCoy heading to state. And for Villarica, Tate Sauls, Julian Newman, Mikael Cronin, Malachi Williams, Sawyer Daniel, and Austin Presley all heading to state as well. And I believe, oh, now I can't remember which one it is. Dang it. Either uh, Sawyer Daniel or Austin Presley uh, got their 100th wrestling win uh, this past weekend. Uh um, it was Austin Presley. Austin Presley got his uh, 100th, 100th win this past weekend. So congratulations so, to all those wrestlers heading to state. A couple of things that stand out to me. Bowden, Bowden's, um, Bowden's wrestling program, they have like six or seven wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So total. Um, so the fact that they're able to get two in to traditional state is fantastic. Uh, the other thing that kind of stood out to me, um, it temple have any girls make it to state because i figured corbin um corbin's sister corbin's sister i thought they would have let me check that's a good question um i would have i would have thought they would have had a couple girls make it to state that yeah that that kind of shocks me let's see there's section two i think man this stuff is so much easier to uh navigate navigate on a yeah now that i sort of know and on a pc um no they they, temple didn't have any girls making a state that's unfortunate yeah yeah yep uh yeah no no girls making the state bowden's gonna be good in a couple years man that youth that youth program they're building out in bowden uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be real good Uh, and soccer on saturday temple splits at christian heritage girls fall 10 to nothing Boys fall 10 to 4, uh, but Christian Heritage last year, state champions on boys soccer. So a good showing uh, from the Temple boys soccer team. On the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar, two games that will not happen tonight. 
Manchester is at Bowden at 5.30, and <laughs> Crapple Hill is at Carrollton at 5.55. Neither one of those games will take place. Temple was supposed to be at Langston Hughes tonight, but they changed that game to tomorrow night, and it's a home game. So Temple will host Langston Hughes tomorrow night uh, out there in uh, in Temple. It, it ain't happening tonight. No, nope. there's no doubt. No, nope. uh, the the Manchester at Bowden game was supposed to be um, on our hometown sports media um, calendar, but yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, so. not happening. Not happening. There's no no baseball would be played today. Price, you need another cup of coffee. You have no clue, pal. <laughs> Again, it should be a national holiday. A million. Another percent. cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with with uh, the Century Twenty One Novus. Uh, 49ers Dre Greenlaw tears his Achilles just by jumping up and down and trying to get into the game. It was it was awful, heartbreaking. We saw it happen. You you watch it happen and you're like, oh my god, no, you know. And it's just you hate to see that for all these athletes that happen. Like the Achilles has happened a lot more this year than it has in the past. And the bad thing is, is that this happened on grass. It was on grass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't have a soapbox to stand on here. Uh, absolutely heartbreaking, dude. I wasn't pulling for the 49ers, but that is just, holy smokes. My heart goes out to him. That, that sucks, man. Uh, Nebraska Suns number two, Iowa's Caitlin Clark continues her record chase. Yeah. Do they ever? Uh, Caitlin Clark was held to zero points in the fourth quarter. 82-79 uh, loss. Uh, for the Iowa Hawkeyes, number two Iowa Hawkeyes. Caitlin Clark's a beast, though. She she is amazing. Um, but, yeah, huge, huge upset for the Cornhuskers. The Twins trade. Uh, Twade? <laughs> they trade them. They trade them away. Uh, Wesley Wabbit. <laughs> the Twins trade Nick Gordon to the Marlins for Stephen Okert. Uh, yeah, I put this on. Billy, do you know who either one of these baseball players are? I think I remember Nick Gordon, but not really. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't recognize either one of these baseball. I just put them on there to see if you would if you would know who they were. I didn't know either one of them. And then finally, today in 1984, Cale Yarbrough becomes the first Daytona 500 qualifier above 200 miles per hour. It's Daytona 500 week, baby! Football's over. It's racing time. Let's go, Daytona 500 week. Baseball begins soon. Brothers, uh, pitchers, and catchers report Wednesday. Nice. So before Daytona 500, I think we'll actually have games during the weekend. Um, really? Either that or yeah. Oh, okay. Can't remember. Can't remember when we get games. We get games soon. Nice. Well, we so get a I'm race like, this weekend, so that's the most important thing. Yeah, I know. I know you're excited about that. You got anything else for us, buddy? Uh, no, I'm good, dude. Let's hop out of here on a uh, on on a Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, it's it's definitely a Super Monday. I uh, hope everyone has a great day. Try to avoid Noah in the ark. Dude, you ain't lying. Jeez. <laughs> nuts out there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. We will we will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.